0: I let the tears come out now. I haven't cried for three years since that incident. I think the tears are long overdue. Besides, I have already been humiliated. I might as well complete the cycle. The last thing I remember is seeing Jeff say something to Stan, who slowly walks away like the coward he is. And I faintly remember Jeff calling me babe. Babe. But I'm too tired to say anything now. And so when Jeff took the keys from me, escorted me to the passenger seat and said, Let's get you out of here. I knew that arguing with him would be a waste of the energy I did not possess. When I came to myself, we had stopped driving. And we parked at the entrance of Saria's Palmentum. I hear Jeff calling my name, but I'm too weary and embarrassed to say anything. Jess, Jess. Jess, Jess. He calls again with force. Jess, you're scaring me. And I don't know what to do. I called Nee, but his number was unreachable. Please, say something. Anything, I hear the panic in his voice. And I feel like punching myself in the guts for being the cause of that. I cannot possibly shut down like this, at least not now, and definitely not in front of him. I'm very well, Jeffrey. Thank you for driving me. If you give me the key, I can take you to where your car is, I responded coldly. There isn't any other response I can provide as this coldness is the only protective barrier I have left. Knock knock! Jess honey, it's your dad. Are you okay? Open the door. Open the door, Jess. I had forgotten daddy was returning from his journey this week. Shit! Finally shuffle to the door and unlock it. Hi dad, good evening. Welcome back. When did you return? I say this with as much enthusiasm as I can muster, hoping that daddy didn't notice the puffy eyes. Forget all that, my dear. Your mom says you have refused to leave your room since Friday. Is this true? That was quick from my mom. What's wrong? Mommy and Amibo are five and six. Why did she have to tell him now? I had told her when she came that I was only tired from the travels I needed to rest. Apparently she didn't believe me or else she wouldn't have sent in the Calvary. 30 minutes after and two handkerchiefs later. (laughs) I don't know what to do daddy, I just want to lay in bed and die from embarrassment. I continue in my whiny tone. I'm sure I didn't bring you up to be a whiny baby. Maybe your mom did when I (laughs) travelled. Lol. Trust that to make me smile even at this time. I laugh dryly. Mum spoils me, if I hear. I'm allowed to be sad and cry, Dad, I respond. Yes, you are. However, you are not allowed to wallow in self-pity, precisely what you have been doing, my dad says calmly. It has always been effortless for me to talk to my dad. He listens attentively, pays close attention, and calmly speaks to you so that you can become highly reflective, not in a condescending way more in your dad advising you, eh? So get up, shake it off, and move on. What will work, will work, and what won't, won't. There is no need to cry over spilt milk, dad continues. Getting up from the side of the bed, he continues animatedly. Let me go and meet my real baby. She said she prepared my favorite meal today, and you know I cannot eat cold food? Do and calm down though, I brought something for you. This man knows exactly how to get to my heart. Thanks, daddy. I'll be right down. Watching him leave, I am struck by the childlike smile he has on his face, just because he is going to meet Mom. At the same time, I am curious to know how he and Mom have managed to still be giddy teenagers in love after 25 years of marriage, while I'm still languishing in single town.